0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new episode of what would normally be Flesh Wound Farce. However, there's a little bit of a backstory on this one, as today we are reviewing and discussing the fantastic 1988 Christmas classic known as Die Hard. Now, this all started earlier this month when we gave our Patreon members an opportunity to vote on which Christmas film we would review Usually, as comedies. However, Santa Todd was being very generous this year and suggested, What if I put Die Hard up on the Patreon to allow people to vote on it? And if they vote on it, then let it be so. We actually had a tie. We had a tie with Christmas Vacation, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation to Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure, which was reviewed and discussed last week. That is available on YouTube if you'd like to check that out. However, for me, that felt like eating my vegetables before sinking my teeth into the meat. Being so thrilled to review and discuss this film, despite not actually being a comedy, this would actually be uh, deemed a wild card episode as it was voted on by the Patreon fans. Now, I know I said a lot before introducing myself, but this is the world's first and only combination trivia host and professional wrestling announcer of Chilean descent that currently resides in Southern California, Ozzy V, and with me as always on this program first in the Northern California Bay Area, world's famous juggler, Greg Larson. How you doing, Greg?
1: Outside of the fact that this is not a Christmas movie.
0: Oh, we are not doing this right now! Out the box! What, the what is today? Stop Happy, being a Grinch!
2: Happy New Year 2024!
0: Yeah, yeah, is this how you want to start 2024, it Greg? Is.
1: It is, because your intro is just as long as the Christmas vacation trailer was last week. So, <laughs> but... We couldn't stop halfway through. This is (laughs) this is not a Christmas movie, and you're right; it is a classic because it's dated. But I'm doing all right outside of having to watch this film. Um, You're really trying to get on my nerves, (laughs) and I know you too well.
0: I this is you're you're laying it on real
1: thick. Look, I was hopeful. I was I was actually coming into this hoping that I was going to get swayed. Uh, Because so many people have such strong opinions to this film on Is It a Christmas Movie. We've had many discussions on and off the air of of this whole situation. And I thought, you know, I'm going to give it a go. You know, I will will concede either, you know, Home Alone, It's a Wonderful Life, those (laughs) can't be Christmas movies if... I'm going to have this fight, you know, so I went into it with, you know, some, some, some anticipation, let's say, and I'm not feeling great coming out of it.
0: How are you doing, Ozzy? You know, I've known you for so long that I know it would be just (laughs) like you to put on this kind of face for however long we're on. And at the very end, you'd be like. Yeah, actually, it was a really great movie. I love it, and it's solely a Christmas movie. I could see you doing that. Uh, Just to get on my nerves for the next 29 minutes or however long we're going to be here. Also with this, ladies and gentlemen, Flesh Rune producer Todd, Santa Todd, allowing this to be voted on. on I'm already
2: starting to to regret
0: it. No, you are not. Do not lie. You
2: know, honestly, the, the, the discussion going on in our Discord as of the recording is what really inspired me. Okay,
0: if there's any... Any Discord comments that would like to be thrown on here that I can respond to?
2: Well, I'll, I'll bring some up right now. We got some in the chat. I mean, we will to save dark.
0: this for later after we yeah, talk. But okay, we'll save this. That's what later. I was doing. Let's yeah. get into the review here. This oh, this, we're not
2: even doing the trailer.
0: No, I was gonna do the quick little rundown. Then I'm gonna throw to the trailer. Oh, okay, I'm I thought you added still. So again, this is Die Hard, released on July twentieth, nineteen eighty eight, with a runtime of two hours and twelve minutes, rated R. Todd, could you please roll this fabulous trailer?
2: Oh, you want to play the trailer?
0: i That's what I asked. You're here in an air vent right now. We thank you one and all and wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. It's Christmas Eve in L.A. But a team of terrorists. You want money? What kind of terrorists are you? Who said we were terrorists? Have their own holiday plans. And I'm telling you, you're just going to have to kill me. Okay. We do it the hard way. But the one thing they didn't plan on was New York cop John McLean. Got invited to the Christmas party by mistake. Who knew? Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? You became motherfucker.
2: and you'll have it have already killed one hostage. This channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Lady, do I sound like I'm ordering a pizza? To be fair, he does that now. Are
0: you really an American? <laughs> only if New Jersey counts. It Good job. <laughs> here's Artillery on us. The police. <laughs> oh, Christmas. Welcome to the party, pal. And a hard man to kill. Bruce Willis. Die Hard. And that was the trailer to the 1988 Christmas classic Die Hard, again released on July 20th. Two, 1988, I apologize, the runtime of 2 hours and 12 minutes, rated R, starring Bruce Willis, Bonnie Bedelia, Alan Rickman, directed by John McTiernan, and based off the book by Roderick Thorpe, at the screenplay by Jeb Stewart and Stephen E. D'Souza. So let's get started with this. Some initial thoughts on this. I'm not going to address the uh, dead horse argument, of whether or not it is a Christmas movie, I know it is, and anybody else who you know says it's not is wrong. So, moving on from that, and going that's strictly,
1: <laughs> strictly wasn't even released in the winter.
0: Neither was uh, "It's a Wonderful Life." All right, and that was released in July, movie.
1: so
2: it's also not a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's yeah. I say also, but I haven't given my opinion on this one. But I guess we're doing that later.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, we're doing this later because I have everything all, re- all ready to go. Right now, I'm looking at this as a mu- movie. And initial thoughts on this when I was a kid. Because when this movie came out, I was four years old. However, I kept seeing posters for it. Like when i go to the video store to like rent video games or wrestling videos or whatever, I'd see the the cover for Die Hard. I see a poster of Die Hard. I wasn't able, no was able to see it that young. Uh, and then I remember seeing the commercials for Die Hard too, And I was like, man, I really need to see these movies. And finally, the day came when I got to watch it, and I've been in love ever since. Oh, and here we have Die Hard 2 is more of a Christmas movie than the original. Uh, The only thing Christmassy about Die Hard 2 is that it just takes place on Christmas. That is it. There's nothing. And where I could, I'm going to get into these similarities or these these little uh, details that make me believe and able to prove that this is a Christmas movie, but we'll be doing that a little bit later. How about, Greg, initial thoughts?
1: it's been a while since I've seen this film. Um, I think most action movies are pretty plain, you know, like the action's fun. Don't get me wrong. Like it's fun to watch that part of it, but just like a lot of, uh, and I'm sorry, Todd, you're going to hate me for this. A lot of horror films. Like I do feel there's not a lot of substance to the story. Um, There's just like what it is. So like, I remember this was decent, you know, and rewatching it. I was just like, gosh, that it just feels dated, you know, um, like because the, they
0: didn't have cell phones.
1: No, no, obviously. Yeah, But like, just like even the I think part the sound quality got to me, like everything was like kind of tinny, you know, like with the gunfire and everything like it just it didn't have the. I don't know. Maybe it was just a. I was playing it on my laptop. Maybe my speakers weren't great. I don't know. Like Todd, you saw it in theaters. Maybe it felt better in the theater. But like, I just didn't. I don't know. Like, I just didn't have that impact as like when I was a kid. Um, it was just. I mean, it was it was an action flick. It was all right, you know. But yeah, my thoughts on the Christmas movie thing. I you got get closed. to that later. Okay. All right. All right. But meh. So, And I may be slightly jaded because, you know, Kevin Smith and Bruce Willis kind of had a thing. And so I kind of... Yes, but did you you
0: happen to read the Dogma insert that was located in the DVD when Alan Rickman read the plot for Dogma and called Kevin Smith and said, I want in on this movie?
1: Okay. Alan Rickman's great.
0: And that's where, (laughs) without the villain, you have nothing. So Alan Alan Rickman Rickman here...
1: If anything, Alan Rickman made this like still entertaining, you know, he's always fantastic. I'm never going to hate on Alan Rickman like there's no way to do that. Um, And especially when he like cut into the American accent like that was a good time. But yeah, yeah.
0: Was arguably the best action movie of all time. Arguably. Thank you. Arguably. No, know what I mean? It was all right. You don't call it all right, and something's arguably the best. You call yes. it great, maybe the best action movie out there, but it's still great. you say like, it was alright. The best one of the best action movies out there, but it was alright. That doesn't happen.
2: It's no
1: commando. Or bionic commando. <laughs> <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Let's go.
2: You want me to talk about the Commando Connection?
0: Yeah, Val Verde. No, I mean, no, yes, yes. They're all in the same in the universe. Same universe so we can get to that. <laughs> I mean, you can you can jump into that, but well, uh, I, please I discuss your initial thoughts first.
2: Um. Now, okay. Well, you want my my initial thoughts? I saw this in summer of eighty eight. Um. Yeah, well, what would I be? Thirteen years old. i twelve or thirteen. I loved it. I mean, obviously. It is nonstop
0: action. And how do you feel about watching it today?
2: Oh, you want my theatrical experience, but that, that Funny, also like
0: of... you had your initial thoughts. And then I'm uh, just, I'm asking, I'm just curious. So comparing I've... your initial thoughts when you're 13, walking out of the theater versus, you know, last weekend, walking out of the theater.
2: Um, well, I mean, I still love it. I also do think this is the film that destroyed the eighties action picture because we went from having action stars to little guys right so and i think this is like so now we got like i don't know Brian gossing is like an action star which i don't get but whatever so i mean it did some it did some bad but it's, it's still why great it was film.
1: believable that john krasinski was going to play a diehard reboot
0: <laughs> yeah it totally was the <laughs> whole point is that it's supposed to be You're an right every man not some massive beefed up steroided guy like arnold schwarzenegger that's going to take is. on these terrorists this he was supposed to be commando too i yes i understand but the the fact that it was bruce willis made it better and made it stand out in all these other movies where you just have stallone or schwarzenegger or lundgren or or whatever it sets itself apart that way.
2: Lundgren, come on. He wasn't leading anything. <laughs> I understand. I was just trying to think of names off the top of my head. But he made The other film that helped kill Cannon.
0: <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing with this movie that I, when, it, when you talk about it as an action movie, comparing it to these other action movies of the 80s, like, Todd, you have a very good point. Like, this was one of the films that start that showed a studio. You don't need to have a massive beefed up whatever to have an action movie. When this was coming out, I believe it was laughed at because people were like, the guy from Moonlighting? Really? Yes. You know, and then it proved, hey, this, this actually worked really well. And the thing that I appreciate these action movies, I'll say the first three, maybe the fourth. The fifth one was terrible. But there's...
2: So was the fourth one.
0: Well, no, it wasn't as bad as the fifth. There the was fifth more. was bad. The fourth one actually had some good moments. I'm going to tell you, you're wrong. That PG 13 piece of shit is not. That's good. why you watch the R rated version, Todd. He Duh. just
2: says the MF on it. That's the only difference. I don't.
0: Anyway, moving on. Sorry. Uh, okay. I really well, don't well, at like At least it, tra- it tries to follow the formula. And when I say the full of the formula, make McLean seem vulnerable, right? Every, For- uh, every one of the. the I'll, I'll go with the first three. How about that? In each of the three movies, when we see, there's always somebody McLean has to fight who's better than him and stronger than him at fighting, but he finds a way to win, right? He finds a way to escape the fight or he finds a way to defeat whatever, but he's always outskilled in these fights. Whereas you're so used to seeing these giant action stars, whoever would, anybody that comes to them is not a threat, right? This is you. This would, was the one that stood out at least for me watching, you know, seeing all these action movies and then seeing this one was like, Wow, what's gonna happen to this dude? I don't know if he's gonna survive. Because he doesn't look like he's he, you know, and you yeah, have at the very end of the movie, he all scabbed up. He looks like complete hell, right? Now let's get into the favorite moments because I was about to delve into something that I promised was gonna be delved into later. So I'm just gonna say favorite moments instead of funniest moments, but I will say, jumping in here, uh, this was re-released in theaters earlier this month. And well, it's January now. But it was released in December, second week of December, I believe, and the the line that got the crowd laughing the most was after McLean throws the C four to the bottom of the building, and then in comes um, I'm blanking on his name right now, per, uh, Dean Warmer, uh, Dwayne T. Robertson. I only remember his 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 name in the movie or whatever, but he picks up and he says, I'm in charge here. You're in charge. I'm not the one who just got, you know, screwed on TV. That made the entire theater laugh. Right. So as, as a funny, funniest moment that had to be it. But in terms of seeing that particular scene in the theater, because when I first saw the movie and the explosion happening, and I remember when we first got a subwoofer and speakers, that was the first thing I put on, and I just went. If I got home early, like from school, like you're coming home from high school, whatever, and I got home before anybody else was home, I just pop in Die Hard just for that scene and crank the volume all the way up. And that's it, it wasn't as good. When the, it happened to the theater, I was like, this is exactly the moment I wanted when I was a kid. Because so that whole sequence of that, that C4 and, uh, and the, subsequent i'm not the one who just got screwed on national tv that combination there of an of high action and then like high comedic line i think worked well greg do you have a favorite moment from this movie is it the end credits
1: <laughs> i wouldn't go that far i mean it wasn't atrocious it just wasn't my cup of tea but um like i mean alan rickman's fantastic uh, as always but i do have to say i was i the moment where at the end of the film where john mcclain and carl winslow lock eyes and like they finally get to meet each other uh he will always be carl winslow i am sorry um when they, they bell johnson i hated that technical.
2: show just just so everyone knows How i
1: dare you no it's, um, a, it's a thing yeah can't. that's it. fair um so when they like got to finally meet like that was really like that did feel like to like guys who have gone through the same like crazy issue and like finally get to cross paths. Like I did feel like that was a very well like acted out scene, like the emotion, the the intensity, the relief, the the struggle, like all of that that was in that moment. Like, I was like, "All right, well, well played," you know. Okay. Um, so I, yeah, yeah. There, okay. There so just to
0: clarify, games. your favorite part was at the end.
1: Well, yes, but not because okay. it was ending. Yes. Okay.
0: All right, Todd. There's
2: so much good stuff in this. Um, there is. I mean, the, the the fall is iconic. It's hard that that, but. Right. I it it got a good reaction in the theater. Um, when Bonnie Bedelia gets to to punch uh old Dickless is is a good
0: reaction, <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: Because like you, yeah, you're like you don't mess with the kids, like so.
0: <laughs> right, right, exactly. So, now I mean it's it's clear and obvious for me that this is like beyond five. If I was able to give beyond five, but I'm only able to give a maximum of five, so it is a one hundred percent. Five from me, Todd.
2: Um, I'm also a five. I I do watch this every year. Got it, Drake.
0: All
1: right, I'm just kidding, Ozzy. No, I knew it. I freaking knew it. I'm not. uh, No, (laughs) dang it, got me twice. It's (laughs) like it's decent. Like, don't get me wrong. I just feel it's another action flick. Uh, There's some good moments, some decent acting. I'm uh, not gonna throw any chairs. I'm gonna give it like I'm at least gonna give it a two and a half, like just because it's better than most. Actually, I retract
0: my last statement. (laughs) It's it's
1: still I mean it's still just okay. Like it's yeah okay Uh, not not bad okay not bad okay
0: all right okay all right all right a
1: solid C plus.
0: Look, Mm. here's
1: it's just not my cup of tea. Like I
0: understand it's not, but I don't think you're looking at this objectively. Okay, because comparing, I mean, okay, maybe you're way.
2: pushing your Christmas propaganda, push them too far the other way. Sort of like when someone I tells you to watch to watch something that you'll like, and you're just
0: like, Ugh. no. But nine times out of ten, it's because it's a newer movie. If it was a okay. classic, a Christmas classic, well, I mean, you know,
2: it's came up in our Discord. The people are starting to turn on a Christmas story now too.
0: Really, everyone starts
2: to yeah. Interesting. So, we'll we'll get to that just you know stuff after that. sure sure
0: oh. uh so let's uh okay. would you give it would you give it Ozzy, a four? no I you know what I gave it. <laughs> Greg's the one that gave it half our scores. he gave it a two It's and a half. It's all right I'm, g- not gonna, okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shame so,
2: someone for not liking something I like
0: It's not a matter of not liking. I think there needs to be a, a matter of understanding that this movie in terms of an action movie compared to other action movies stands out. I mean, primarily, if you think about if, just think about it this way: if there Speed was a trivia question, Speed was a
1: question, better action movie.
0: Excuse me. Speed. <laughs> he didn't say Speed two, so
1: that's
2: you mean the original Die Hard three was better than Die Hard one. <laughs>
0: well, I could, That's actual arguable. I can. I can. I can see that. Um, anyway, back you must to this really movie. just like Kyonori. If there was a, <laughs> the if there argument. was a, tri- if there was a trivia question. Be like, who shot the last terrorist in Die Hard? You would not say John McClane. You would, well, you would specifically say Carl Winslow. That moment came. It was set up well. Spoilers! <laughs> it's 1988. If you haven't seen this movie, get out from under that rock you're living in already. I mean, this is practically streaming everywhere. But the character development of him, and just like the story you heard and, you know, his... His wife is pregnant at home and it's more than just an ancillary character than in all the other action movies where one guy does everything, you know? And again, going back to where you see the primary protagonist being vulnerable, which is something rare in, in movies around that time, action movies around that time. Because action stars were seen as impenetrable and impervious to everything when you literally see john mcclain breaking down nearly in tears saying what he thinking he's not going to see his wife again and i should have supported her more
2: oh you know what I, i'm going to turn on this movie because he's like the ray mysterio he brought all these little guys and that we're so the, the men fight that See, I'm gonna lower my rate if, if I think about this too much. Now, welcome, Todd. Welcome <laughs> to reality.
0: You know, if you want to continue to be delusional, that is totally up to you. But let's get into the fun part of of the Christmas movie aspect of it. Okay. Now, I don't All know right, well, if, if we want to go back uh, and forth on this because, well, you, well we we, we kind of made it th- started because I mean, made, like, go ahead. Sorry,
2: we kind of made a thing about where I lie because I just kind of tuck in the movie again and kind of like finally have my answer yeah so you want me to kick it off with that yes okay after seeing Die Hard again yes again on the big screen after the first time in long ass time um, since it's original run I think it's a summer movie yes first and foremost no it's okay you can be wrong that's fine no no no. I, no no I'm 100% right it is 100% made to be a summer blockbuster if you're telling me it wasn't you're lying to yourself now
0: even the screenplay writer says it's a christmas movie
2: well the screenplay
0: writer isn't the author of the book oh, so yes, yeah. he wrote a screenplay as an adaptation of a book right and so it was adapted to be a christmas movie let me ask you this what is <laughs> no, the name of hold like... on oh, <laughs> no, no just answer some questions for me answer some you're, questions you're for you're, me. you're arguing with me and i'm not even done okay i just got some questions
2: that's all well no no it was made first and foremost as that the fact that people are making it more christmas make i want to say making it more christmas locking onto that and watching it yearly there's nothing wrong with that it can be a christmas movie to you that's fine yeah but it i mean it was designed to be a summer blockbuster
0: yeah, and Q-tips weren't designed to go in the ear, but how many people use that to clean their ears out?
2: Well, people can be wrong, as you like to say, Aussie. <laughs> I
0: know, know I know, and, and here, here's my thing. Here are my questions. What's the name of John McClane's wife? Bonnie. In the film.
2: Oh, um, I forget. Holly. Holly. Oh, yeah, okay.
0: Random, right? Um, tell me, Michael Kamen, composer, what's the first instrument he used in the opening credits, the first instrument you hear in the the entire movie when it comes Mm. to score. What? Sleigh bells. Can you also tell me what is happening at the very end of the film? Are you going to try to do the snow thing? I'm just, I'm, I'm asking questions. (laughs) I'm asking questions. It's all I'm doing. There There is Christmas imagery. Yes. Winter themed. -themed. I know it's,
2: I will say it's Christmas. It happens at a Christmas party and all that stuff. I and
0: it wouldn't be able know, to happen do we know without if
1: end results are after oh, yeah. midnight. I'm sorry. <laughs> do we know if the end results are after midnight? Do we hit Christmas day or is everything?
0: Oh, look at Christmas that. Eve? Never thought I'd say it, but I'm with Ozzy. I mean, I was just asking questions. You're the one that <laughs> answer them. So, do. Uh,
1: so and, does yes, this oh, end well, on that... Christmas day, or is it still Christmas Eve?
2: I'm going to say it's after midnight, but everyone else in the chat, Christmas movie, not a Christmas movie. Now I'm fine calling it a Christmas movie, but Ozzy was already yelling at me. I'm just saying it, it, it was not Be set strong, out. God. No, no, it was, it, it there was no, no, I, the studio wasn't setting out to make a Christmas movie. Bruce Willis, who says it's not a Christmas movie. He
0: said that as a joke because he called it a Bruce Willis movie. You cannot use that.
2: Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Cause he doesn't remember. So, oh,
0: <laughs> that's I do oh. not condone that joke, ladies. And <laughs> I do. It's funny.
2: I, I was gonna say, you, the, Kevin Smith, smiling somewhere. Yeah, I'm um, sure. Yeah, but no, see, because a lot of the movies I consider Christmas movies are questionable. Like, trading places obviously is one. Um, also,
1: a summer release, I believe.
2: I'd have to look on that, but I, I believe that comedy makes sense. Um, See, they didn't even sell it as a Christmas movie because Christmas factor is irrelevant.
1: Outside of the ho-ho-ho moment, yeah. Yeah.
2: It,
0: it, they Isn't had to the whole, put... I'm sorry, was it a New Year's party they were at? or They had to put Christmas
2: decorations up on
0: set. Let me ask you this. The final scene of the movie, <laughs> John McClane tapes a gun to his back. Okay. We've we've tried why is thing. that tape there? Well, if any because building it's an that
1: office building well not only
0: that's particular it's it's Christmas wrapping tape. It says Holly all over it. I thought it said that was next out. to wrapping paper. As if it, yeah. was time, if it was not Christmas time, if it was not Christmas time, that wouldn't be there. And be the a, climax wouldn't have been would able to happen. We would have not seen Alan Rickman thrown off the tower. It would have been a roll of duct tape because they're in a building that they're putting together. It would have been
2: duct tape or masking tape or any kind of Electrical. tape. because they but were it, in yeah. the But middle it of construction. was
0: not. But it was but, not. Yeah, in the story saying, that we were told, it was Christmas wrapping paper. And the story that we were told bigger. in that particular floor that he was on, which was the vault, they would have not had duct tape or masking tape right there because there was no construction being done in that last scene where he was at
2: but they would have made that, up. you know, um...
0: but they didn't because they went with Christmas wrapping paper because they knew secretly wait, 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 wait. 20 or 30 years from now, people are going to argue that this is a Christmas movie and that's how we get an action movie argue because movie.
1: they knew in their heart of hearts that it's not, but it could be perceived as that. That's so not true because he's going to go ahead and drum up some,
0: not at all. They could have, no, not at all. They could have just easily just done the, the duct tape. he knows
1: day. what they, intended. I, when it comes to die hard, I do okay
0: yeah. yeah 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 all right what but what holiday I mean what other holiday could it take place on and made sense what other Why holiday it would
1: be a holiday
0: yeah could you, because it's August a holiday party. party and the reason here's a reason he's going home for Christmas to see his kids hopefully that's the well, goal he, he, he oh, was trying nobody goes Nick in nobody nobody comes oh you know what hold on a second no 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 I'm no no one no one has a an Easter party. Oh, for Easter, I'm going to go home to the West Coast and try but to see But he was my trying family.
2: to reconcile with his wife yeah. any reason he could have used the fly out. It could have been the weekend
0: and he wanted to see but, his kids. But, but it was Christmas. It was the I time for miracles. I what it yes, was, like, but it's uh, yes. Theo, yes. it's Christmas. It's a time for miracles. I'm. Uh, this is a hill I'm dying on, so we're at a stalemate. I don't care. We are. I, I see. That's the problem. You're having an argument with me, and I'm not even a. No, I'm arguing with Greg thing. because I can okay. see the <laughs> look on his face. And I can see him smiling. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He
0: is. And I swear to God, if Kevin Smith didn't have an issue with Bruce Willis, he'd totally be fine with this.
2: Now, let me see if I can find it.
0: Are we? Are we? Is anything else we'd like to touch on? Because I, I I would, be I'm
2: i double checking the chat, see if there's anything.
0: I mean, I, I pointed out all my facts, the facts that were in the movie. bells, wrapping tape. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going
2: I'm gonna send you what Cliff Booth
0: posted. Oh now I have to read
2: something? You you do, but I but I'm gonna let you these are like points you I'm gonna send it to you right now, Ozzy. I'm gonna let you read it. Don't pre-read it. So you okay. won't know where we're going. It's not I'm not setting you up, don't worry. There's no like secret R jokes or anything. In there. <laughs> I DM'd it to you. All right. Um uh I believe.
0: Is this a cold read I'm doing? Yeah, clips in the Christmas chat, yeah. and Christmas movies are oriented on the importance of family togetherness and selfless service. John McClane's motivation in traveling to Los Angeles, bearing gifts, by the way, is to reconcile with his estranged family. So right from the start, McClane's desire to reunite with his loved ones on Christmas aligns with the meaning of the holiday nope. and is perfect starting point for a Christmas movie. Greg how are you-
1: potentially however what when he originally went there it wasn't he even says later he's like she's never heard me say sorry he like doesn't go for those purposes like so it just I, happens but i thought christmas wrong.
0: time is the timing where you like look introspectively and think mm, maybe i'm being a jerk yeah,
1: but it's not because of the holidays can I, can, it's
0: because he's about to can i finish can i finish can i finish can i finish guess. this yeah. isn't even all these
2: thoughts <laughs> yeah, these aren't
0: even i'm i'm just re i'm providing a voice <sighs> to the voiceless no no No. yeah so Calm down, bro. uh and then so uh, let's see it's a perfect starting point for a christmas movie using another holiday Fourth of July, per, uh, per example, would not be as meaningful and would be less effective on an emotional level. That's why they didn't write it that way. Second point, the personification of greed, a Scrooge, is Hans Gruber, stands in the way of his goal. For the good of his wife and all the other hostages, he undertakes the likely fatal responsibility of saving the day. Third point, so we have a character in John McClane whose motivation is the first tenet of Christmas family togetherness, and he achieves his goal using the second tenet of Christmas, selfless service. And on top of all that, Die Hard is littered with as many or more Christmas references than any other Christmas movie you'll see.
1: But Hans Gruber is the one who gets his Christmas miracle and it's supposed to be a Christmas movie?
0: He doesn't get. He his yes, plan he is does. foiled.
1: He, no, he, it gets foiled at the end, sure. But when they make the comment yes, about a good. Christmas miracle having to happen for them to be able to fully access, you ask, the
0: vault... He says the line: "You ask for miracles, Theo. Theo, I give you the FBI."
1: And, but so he what got happens. His miracle. But the bad guy, rain. So gets if he was going to steal,
0: so if his goal was to steal Santa's sleigh <laughs> and Family the reindeer goes. take off, but then they they fall off and he crashes in the ground. That's not a successful. Theft of Santa's sleigh.
2: Daily Ghost has an issue with any other Christmas movie you'll see. And I kind of agree with that. I think that takes be right back. a little too far. I'll
0: be right back. And this is going to be the end point. Anybody who, you know, has if it's something,
2: or... If it's something Fox put out that says Christmas
0: on it just nope, to make money. it is money, not okay. from Fox. I'll be right back.
1: It was a Fox Tower, so. In
0: fact, you know what I'm right. going to do? How about, the, Todd, could you go over uh, future things for Flesh Wound uh, Horror? And... Uh, and I'll be right back.
2: Okay. Yeah, future things for fleshman horror cuz I know what we're doing in January. <laughs> <laughs> well, how was your new year? Uh
1: <laughs> Yeah, why not just put you on the spot there, you know? That, that's, that's fun. Um
2: that's fun. oh, we we've started our uh femi fatales. Um did I say it right, Dan? Um Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I always have the e. I, um I think it should be
1: there. Yeah. The yeah. the
2: series, uh, the, the old Cinemax series, and you can, uh, from Flesh Fleshwind After Dark, which is streaming exclusively on Patreon.
1: Have you seen that thing recently that talks about how Indiana Jones is really a femme fatale?
2: <laughs> I have not. <laughs> yeah.
1: Look it up. It's got something to do with, like, you know, somehow... Uh, you know, has a whip, somehow always has his clothes get shredded, you know, all this stuff. Okay. So. We good? Yeah. We
0: good? Well, we were, right. Yeah. yeah. We were okay. Yeah. Um, these words come from Doogie Horner. Who's that? We'll find out shortly. I don't
1: trust it Was the night
0: before doogie. Christmas and up in the tower, everyone was oh, partying except one that. wallflower, John mclane missed his wife things just weren't the same since holly had moved west and changed her last name he tried to win her back but still she said no well unbeknownst to them there was trouble down below a truck had pulled up and who should disembark but 14 men whose intentions were dark they spoke not a word and unloaded big crates They cut the phone lines and locked all the gates. Carl swept the ground floor, shooting every guard dead, while visions of Barabans danced in his head. John took off his shoes, making fists with his toes. It actually worked. Well, what do you know? When out in the lobby, there arose such a clatter. He sprung to the door to see what was the matter when what to his wondering eyes should appear, holy crap, there are terrorists here. John hid under a table where no one could see and watched Hans question Mr. Takagi. I'm going to count to three. There will not be a four. Give me the codes to open the vault door. I don't know the codes, so go ahead and shoot. Okay, said Hans Gruber and ruined Takagi's suit. John tried to call the cops by pulling an alarm, but instead called the bad guys who tried to cause him harm. But John killed Tony, who had very small feet, and sent him to the terrorists as a yuletide treat. He put on a Santa hat on the German, and eyes all aglow, wrote, Now I have a machine gun, ho, ho, ho. Carl was furious, Tony was his brother, he chased John across the roof, and they shot at each other. John was able to escape through the ventilation shafts. Come out to the coasts, he sighed, we'll have a few laughs. At Nakatomi Tower, Sergeant Powell appeared. He checked the whole lobby and saw nothing weird. He was pulling away but didn't get far before Marco landed on his car. Powell drove away backwards, screaming in fright. Welcome to the party, pal, John yelled with delight. More police arrived, the FBI and a SWAT team, but Hans didn't mind. It was all part of his scheme. More rapid than eagles, his henchmen, they came. He radioed and shouted and called them by name. Now Eddie, now James, now Franco, now Uli, on Fritz and on Carl, hair long and unruly. They shot the SWAT tank with a surface-to-air missile and knocked it away like the down of a thistle. Now John McClane was angry indeed. He blew up two terrorists and called them jerkweed. Ellis told Hans, "Booby, I'm your white knight. Hans shot him dead, giving hostages a fright. Hans went to go check on the explosives, fuse, and saw poor John wasn't wearing any shoes. John fled from Carl and Hans, but alas, he had to run barefoot over sharp, broken glass. His feet, how they hurt, his soles oh so bloody. John crawled to the bathroom and called his good buddy. John was weary and ready to throw in the towel until he got a pep talk from Sergeant Al Powell. Powell was chubby and plump and right jolly old cup and he trusted the cowboy in the tattered tank top. But a reporter was probing into McLean's life and revealed that Holly was actually John's wife. Hans flipped over the gold picture frame. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mrs. McLean. His clothes all tarnished with ashes and soot, John staggered to the roof, bloody and barefoot. The explosives were wired to the rooftop with care in hopes that the hostages would soon be there. John warned everyone on the roof would soon blow as the chopper strafed him with high-powered ammo. Around his waist, he tied a fire hose tight and, screaming an oath, and jumped into the night. He dangled in the air and gritted his teeth while flames encircled the tower like a wreath. Fiercely fighting his way back inside, John yelled out, Hans! He was done trying to hide. He limped to the vault like an old man on crutches, only to find Holly in his filthy clutches. John dropped his gun, put his hands on his head. It seemed he and Holly would soon be dead. But with a secret gun taped to his back, John shot Hans in a surprise attack. Hans fell out the window, still holding Holly's arm, and slowly, deliberately raised his firearm. The tenacious villain held on by his nails till John unhooked Holly's watch and said, <laughs> Happy Trails. I'm getting to that shortly. Bearer Bonds fluttered like fresh-fallen snow as Holly embraced her blood-spattered bow. So Merry Christmas to all, be kind to one another, and most of all yippee ki motherfucker. The only time I'll say that word on this show. And this is from A Die Hard Christmas, which can be available for purchase wherever you purchase your favorite books. I actually found this in a Barnes & Noble bookstore available on Amazon. Again, this was written by Doogie Horner and illustrated by J.J. Harrison. Fantastic illustrations. I don't want to get too much trouble, so that's why I didn't show the pictures. reason I'm showing this is I think it's a bit of a Christmas miracle. Then we can take something that was initially deemed a summer movie and find that in actuality, it brings people closer together at christmas time and ultimately at the end of the day isn't christmas about being together
1: oh and you know books aren't ever you know written to appease conspiracy (laughs) theories and capitalize on doogie
0: was the name of a teenage doctor all right and on that note i think doctor i i do want to say you're
2: still missing the whole point of what i'm saying Ozzy. i
0: i listen At at that point, I was just trying to find it out. If Like, my out was the whole point, bring people closer together. If we're closer together arguing about a movie, we're still closer together. But I think my point is is that we've pretty much exhausted all our opinions. We've said, oh, we haven't. Well, just let me finish. You're you're
2: still, it may not have started out as a Christmas movie, but the people who love it and make it a Christmas movie. Like, because people are going to argue with me, Silent Night, Deadly Night is not a Christmas movie. F you, it is 100%. But that's because what it is
0: to me, so violent night, as well.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, that's
0: yeah, same problem. You haven't but seen it, that, it's, that it's was no silent Massacre. night, deadly night, but well, well, sure, but okay, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not a traditional Christmas movie, and by the reasons you know of like what you read, it doesn't qualify, but that doesn't discount it to me. So that's all I'm saying. It, it's, it, I, while I don't believe this was intended to be a Christmas movie, it's been embraced as well.
0: That's literally what I just said after reading the book. I said that, despite I know, that being released in the summer I said, despite being released in the summer and intended to be a summer movie, I think this movie has shown and proven to us that this can all bring us together. and ultimately isn't that what Christmas is all about? That's what I was trying to end it on. So I told I took your opinion into consideration when coming up with my response.
1: He's okay. just saying he's arguing with me, not you, Todd. That's exactly. <laughs> my but argument is worst. always with
0: Greg on this. Till with the day we die. And then probably beyond the grave we'll have this argument. But my side has a Christmas Carol story about it, so I don't know what you got. Facts.
1: That's what I got.
0: You know, and facts are that certain people aren't real, and you really want to make children cry, Greg? Yes. It's really sad. Yes. I apologize, (laughs) and I'm sorry for your Grinch-like heart.
2: Well, I don't think any... I don't think anyone in our our discord has. Yeah, they're they're smartened
0: up on the old uh, guy in the red suit. So we're good. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm just being facetious at this point. Because it's slightly point of delirious. We've gone. This is probably one of our longest episodes we've ever recorded. So I think we're all pretty good to go in terms of we've gotten all our things out. At this point, we're just doing some pointless arguing. So any final thoughts on this film? Because we've said all our thoughts. So we have no final thoughts.
2: So once again,
0: oh, sorry, go ahead. My final thought is Gremlins is a better Christmas movie. Oh, God. You know what? I'll agree with Todd because it makes Greg upset.
2: (laughs) So I'll say Gremlins
0: (laughs) is the second greatest Christmas movie of all time. Because for me, it's going to be this movie. It's going to be my favorite movie. One of my favorite movies of all time. (laughs) If Indiana Jones took place at Christmas time, Indiana Jones would be my favorite Christmas movie. I don't care. Anyhow. And if
1: it was Crystal Skull?
0: Probably, go... the, the, actually, that would probably make it more look like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation too at Cousin fair. Eddie's Island Adventure. You guys but should i sorry, check, go ahead.
2: Check out Eyes Wide Shut if you want some, some new Christmas content. There you go. All right.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so final thoughts. We're good on this. Anything else before we head out? Okay, fantastic. No ladies and gentlemen, for world-famous juggler Greg Larson and Flesh Wound producer Todd, I'm Ozzy V, and we'll see you next week right here on a brand new episode of Flesh Wound Farce
1: actually we're gonna make this even more so the longest episode ever because you're right ozzy i am messing with you this movie is a five i've actually wait
0: are we not done recording we're still recording right now holy toledo hold on wait a second you've been screwing with this for 45 (laughs) minutes you've been screwing with me i knew it i I said this at the beginning <laughs> that this was going to be a thing, and you tried to swerve me and say, "Oh no, dude, you did a double swerve. No, it's a triple swerve."
1: That's right, triple swerve. The whole th-
0: so, like, <laughs> it probably, to be honest, had you not been the way you were, I wouldn't have brought out the book and did that whole <laughs> rendition of it. And and this is recorded for everybody to see too. So that was that was a fun ruse. I see. So, I knew there was something. Wrong.
1: I just, yes, ugh. I love this movie. I think it actually is one of the greatest action movies of all time. Hundred percent of five, and also. I've actually been turned. I can see it as a Christmas movie. So Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's, everybody. There you go.
0: Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Applause for world famous juggler, Greg Larson. Thank you. And now world famous ruse artist. Wow. That was brilliant. You you held that on longer than just about a face character set from Disneyland. So kudos to you. All right. Now. So the real final thoughts, I mean, we've pretty much exhausted everything, even. Greg's foe final thoughts, <laughs> but he just said his final thoughts. So I think we're good to go. Yeah. All right. Once again, flesh wound producer, Todd, world famous chocolate, Greg Larson. I'm Ozzy V. We'll see you next week, right here on a brand new episode of flesh wound farce.